Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Before we read this chapter today, I got a couple of remarks. The purpose for God confronting Pharaoh and confronting Egypt was primarily to have the people of Israel, the Jewish people, released from bondage. But there were secondary purposes. One was that the Lord wanted the Egyptians to know who he was. Uh, He wanted the Egyptians themselves to ultimately bow their knees and to worship him and to come into relationship with the God of Israel. So he was revealing himself to the Egyptians in this way. But there was another purpose. We read in various places in Exodus, the Lord says, I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. And so this judgment on the gods of Egypt, these were real spiritual beings in some cases. They worshiped, for example, Pharaoh as a god. He was not a spiritual being, but he was a god. And so the firstborn son of Pharaoh would be a god because he would be the future Pharaoh. And the firstborn son of Pharaoh is going to be judged. And so there are various plagues involved with judging these false gods. So the Egyptians know that their gods are powerless against the one true God. And so as I begin to read today the power encounters between Yahweh and the gods of Egypt, um, I want you just to kind of keep this in mind. There's There are different battles being fought here. There's the battle on earth with human beings involved, and then there are spiritual forces at work behind the scenes that God is judging and moving against. So let's read now Exodus chapter 7. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh, and your brother Aaron will be your prophet. You are to say everything I command you, and your brother Aaron is to tell Pharaoh to let the Israelites go out of his country. But I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and though I multiply my signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen to you. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt, and with mighty acts of judgment, I will bring out my divisions, my people, the Israelites. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out of it. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded them. Moses was 80 years old and Aaron 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, When Pharaoh says to you, perform a miracle, then say to Aaron, take your staff and throw it down before Pharaoh, and it will become a snake. So Aaron and Moses went to Pharaoh and did just as the Lord said. Aaron threw down his staff in front of Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. Pharaoh then summoned wise men and sorcerers, and the Egyptian magicians also were able to do the same things by their secret arts. Each one threw down his staff, and it became a snake. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. Yet Pharaoh's heart became hard, and he would not listen to them, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord said to Moses, Pharaoh's heart is unyielding. He refuses to let the people go. Go to Pharaoh in the morning as he goes out to the river. Confront him on the bank of the Nile, and take in your hand the staff that was changed into a snake. Then say to him, The Lord, the God of the Hebrews, has sent me to say to you, Let my people go, so that they may worship me in the wilderness. But until now you've not listened. This is what the Lord says, By this you will know that I am the Lord. 
with the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water of the Nile, and it will be changed into blood. The fish in the Nile will die, and the river will stink. The Egyptians will not be able to drink its water. The Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron, Take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over the streams and the canals, over the ponds and all the reservoirs, and they will turn to blood. Blood will be everywhere in Egypt, even in vessels of wood and stone. Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded. He raised his staff in the presence of Pharaoh and his officials and struck the water of the Nile, and all the water was changed into blood. The fish in the Nile died, and the river smelled so bad that the Egyptians could not drink its water. Blood was everywhere in Egypt. But the Egyptian magicians did the same things by their secret arts, and Pharaoh's heart became hard. He would not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Instead, he turned and went into his palace and did not even take this to heart. And all the Egyptians dug along the Nile to get drinking water, because they could not drink the water of the river. Seven days passed after the Lord struck the Nile. So as these power encounters begin, I want to just remind you of the words that are contained in this. Uh, In Exodus chapter 7, verse 3, the Lord said, I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and though I multiply my signs and wonders in Egypt, he will not listen. Then I will lay my hand on Egypt with mighty acts of judgment. I will bring out my divisions and my people, the Israelites. Verse 5, now this is the key. And the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I stretch out my hand against Egypt and bring the Israelites out. And so not only will the Egyptians know that Yahweh, the God of the Hebrews, is real and powerful, all of the known world surrounding these events would hear about it. And when the children of Israel approach the promised land, the people living there will have already heard about these events. So God is showing himself strong. God is revealing himself through these plagues and through um, Pharaoh's hard heart. The Lord goes on to speak to Moses and Aaron and command them on what to do. And there's an insertion in verse 7. It says, Moses was 80 years old and Aaron was 83 when they spoke to Pharaoh. So these were not two uh, young men in the prime of life. Both of them were elderly men. Once more, uh, Moses was not able to do this physically in terms of delivering the people from Pharaoh. It had to be a deliverance by the hand of God. And this infirmity of age with both Moses and Aaron are just additional evidence points that this was God doing these things. This wasn't some dynamic leader in the prime of life. This was God. And so Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh and did just what the Lord had commanded. Aaron threw down his staff in front of Pharaoh and his officials, and it became a snake. But Pharaoh summoned the wise men and the sorcerers, the Egyptian magicians, and they were able to do the same thing. It says the secret arts, but uh, witchcraft, essentially. Of course, in verse 12, Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. But these sorcerers, these magicians, these wise men, were opposing the purposes of God. Now, it's interesting, their names are not given here. The names of the sorcerers are not given here. But they are well known in Judaism, and they are mentioned in the New Testament. I want to just read just from uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 8. Just as Janez and Jambres opposed Moses, that's these magicians, Janez and Jambres, 
So also these teachers oppose the truth. They are men of depraved minds who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far, as in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. And so right now, Janez and Jambres, these uh, sorcerers, magicians, are looking pretty good. They're able to stand against this first miracle of the rod turning into a serpent. It stood to some degree, even though Aaron's rod ate up their rods. But their foolishness is going to become apparent as we go through the narrative. And so there's a, the first plague occurs in this chapter. In verse um, 17, this is what the Lord says. By this you will know that I am the Lord. With the staff that is in my hand, I will strike the water of the Nile, and it will be changed into blood. Let me just pause there a second. The Nile was worshipped as a god. The Nile was considered the giver of life. Uh, The Nile, with its seasonal ebb and flow, deposited rich soil on the banks. It uh, provided fresh water for Egypt. It was, in some ways, the lifeline of Egypt, but it was worshipped as a god. And so, in striking the Nile and turning it to blood, the Lord is beginning to judge the gods of Egypt. And so he says, the fish in the Nile will die, the river will stink, the Egyptians will not be able to drink its water. The Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, take your staff and stretch out your hand over the waters of Egypt, over the streams and canals, the ponds, and all the reservoirs, and they will turn to blood. Blood will be everywhere in Egypt, even in vessels of wood and stone. So even if somebody had a jar of water somewhere, it was going to turn to blood. And so all of the water of the Nile was indeed turned to blood. Uh, The magicians were once again able to duplicate this plague, and so Pharaoh scoffed. But soon we'll come to plagues that they're no longer able to duplicate. This first plague of the uh, water turning to blood, they were able to duplicate by their witchcraft, their secret arts. And so Pharaoh scoffed and said, oh, this is just magic. But the Lord, remember, is planning to show himself strong, and so there's more to come. So Lord, like Janus and Jambres opposed Moses back 3,500 years ago, there are people that oppose your will and your word today. Lord, have mercy on those people. Turn their hearts toward you. But Lord, just sweep the opposition of mankind out of the way so that the souls of men might know that you're the one true God. Lord, we lift up our voices today and say, you are God, you and you alone, not rivers, not snakes, not serpents, not false gods, but you and you alone are God. We worship you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.